Hey, church family. Thanks for joining us. Um, I think this is going to be coming out on Wednesday, so thanks for joining us for a little bit of midweek teaching. And, and I just wanted to, to chat with you guys. I'm, I'm definitely not the, um, the preach-a-sermon kind of a guy. I'd rather have a conversation. So talking to a couple of cameras with a microphone strapped to my neck is, is a little bit out of the ordinary for me. Um, but hopefully I can relay what's on my heart and what I've been thinking about and, and maybe this will uh, bless you guys and, and challenge you guys is really my hope to, uh, to strive forward and just keep moving. So my, uh, my thought when I was thinking about what do I want to call what I'm talking about and, and really it, I think it all boils down to this. Um, don't waste your, your coronavirus vacation, you know, um, maybe it's don't waste sheltering in place. I think um, I think we get locked into just fear, you know, fear of what's going on. And obviously, um, there was more fear a few weeks ago, and now that we're over, you know, over a month into this, that that we can we can kind of settle in a little bit. And now we're now we're worried about different things. And and I think um, I think we need to make sure that you know we reminding we're reminding ourselves, you know, um, don't fear. I think, uh, as I think about this time, what we really need to be talking about is, um, and for me, is, is to challenge other dads, other fathers, um, but maybe you're a single parent, you know, this is a challenge for you with your kids, and, and, and I hope um, even some of the stuff that we talk about will work if you don't fit into those two categories, but, but I'll, I'll admit right off the bat that, that I am going to be, I'm going to be challenging, um, you know, parents during this time because our kids are sponges. Uh, I have a two-year-old and if I say a word, my two-year-old will try and repeat that word. And sometimes I say fun words just to try and, you know, hear them, you know, stumble through it. And, and, and she, uh, you know, tries the best that she can and, and it's adorable. And she wubs me, which is, which is wonderful. And, and her sister Katrina is uh, Kina because, you know, the, the middle part is too tough. So you know it's it's really it's really interesting though that um, I think we get we get lost especially in these times where we're thrown out of our normal rhythm you know we have our normal rhythm that we like to do and and we get we get chunked into these um, turbulent times and so I, I want to encourage you I want you to um, to really think about you know who you are around your around your family around your kids. Um, husbands, how are you around your wife? Because your guys' schedule, I'm sure, has changed. Even if you're both essential, you know, personnel workers, and you're still doing basically the same thing, your life is definitely not the same right now. So I wanted to give you a few verses that that I know you've heard before, but um, but I want to just you know remind you. I want to encourage you. Um, you know, be checking out things in your Bible. You probably have a little bit of extra time. And maybe you don't, but if you don't, if you have no extra time, you still should be in your word every day. Um, Deuteronomy thirty-one eight is one of them, and it says, um, "The Lord is the one who will go before you; He will be with you; He will not leave you or abandon you. Do not be afraid; do not be discouraged." Right? So, pretty simple. The Lord goes before us; He's not going to abandon us. We shouldn't be afraid, and, and really the second part of that, that end is do not be discouraged because the Lord goes before us. 
And then the other one um, that, that I know I've read a few times during this period is uh, Matthew 6, 25 through 34. And, you know, it's a chunk, but I promise to stumble through it um, with you guys. Um, 25, therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink or about your body or what you will wear. Isn't life more than food and the body uh, more than clothing? Consider the birds in the skies. They don't sow or reap or gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Aren't you worth more than they? Um, can any of you add one moment to his lifespan by worrying? And why do you worry about clothes? Observe how the flowers of the fields grow. They don't labor or spin thread. Yet I tell you that not even the splendor of Solomon, in, or not even Solomon in all of his splendor, uh, was adorned by any one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the fields, which is here today and then thrown into the furnace tomorrow, won't He do much more for you, you of little faith? So don't worry, saying, "What will we eat? Or what will we drink? Or what will we wear?" For, Gentile, for the Gentiles eagerly seek these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be provided for you. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow, because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble on its own. And I think that that's really important when, um, when we're talking about our new schedule and what's going on. Each day has enough you know, things that we're not used to, things that we're, we're doing that are out of the normal, um, normal rhythm. And, and yet we, we tend to try and worry about, you know, what tomorrow is or what next week is. And, and I think that verse is just really comforting. It's, it's basically saying that our Heavenly Father cares more about, um, about us than very beautiful and very costly things. And, and He will take care of us. Of course, we must uh, remind ourselves that we have nothing to fear, right? But equally important is remind ourselves that we don't drive out fear by wishing it away. Um, we drive out fear by acting in love. Love is what replaces fear, and it's what, it's, love is always outward, right? It's to God and our neighbors, our family. First um, John 4.18 says, uh, there is no fear in love. Instead, perfect love drives out fear. And I think that's important, right? We, we get stuck in these, these places where um, we go, okay, well, we're not supposed to be afraid, right? We're not supposed to be worried. Um, but we, we have to remember that, that fear um, is driven out by love. It's driven out by, um, by our love for uh, the way we show love to others, the way we show love to, um, you know, worshiping and praising God. Um, it's driven out by his love for us. Um, you know, we get stuck in these, these coronavirus things, right? Um, but the coronavirus hasn't changed God. It hasn't changed um, our ability to have a relationship with him. It hasn't changed his word. It hasn't changed um, our calling as parents or as husbands or as wives um, to, to do things that we have always been called to do. So I think, I think that's one thing that, that we really need to think about and remember when we're dealing with um, just the situation in general. Um, 
I think that this restriction has really brought um, an unanticipated freedom um, in other ways, right? We're supposed to shelter in place. Uh, we're not supposed to go out. We're you know, supposed to cover our mouths and, and not sneeze on people. Um, and so, so yeah, you know, the, those are restrictions. But maybe, maybe we got other freedoms. Um, maybe with less to do, we learn to get along with less. Maybe with um, Sunday mornings, they'll become more special. Maybe we realize that um, being an effective being an effective Christian requires less or fewer programs or pre-packaged curriculum. Um, I, when you type out uh, a lesson plan, it's always good to use small, like two-syllable words because when you get into the big syllable words, then you, you start fumbling all over them, especially when you're trying to do it in you know uh, succinct, quick manner. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe we. Um, we need less programs or prepackaged curriculum. We, we, we start developing stuff ourselves. We need um, less high-value production videos, right? I'm, uh, I'm an example of what not high-value production video looks like right now. Um, no makeup team. And it would take a lot of makeup, let's be honest. Um, I think that uh, Maybe it requires us to be more spontaneous. I was talking with a friend just a few minutes ago, and we were talking about how that is one of those things that we struggle with, is we like to have, to have things kind of lined out and planned, but maybe we need to be more spontaneous. Um, unscheduled time, you know, time where we don't have every part of our day planned out. Um, maybe we need to have more time to, you know, if, if we're able um, to go out and buy groceries to help vulnerable people, to serve our neighbors together, um, neighborhoods together and, and I don't mean like necessarily getting together with a big group of people I think we should respect um, what the government has asked us to do um, but I do think that that we can organize together like hey what are you doing what am I doing maybe we could maybe we could come up with a plan and I can tackle half of it and you can tackle half of it um, to serve our neighbors to serve people that aren't out doing things I know our church is is involved in that um, if you have a need, we want you to call the church. We want you to reach out so that we can try and meet those needs. And maybe you can be a part of meeting those needs, right? Finding ways to serve, right? That's, that's what we're talking about. How can I serve? Maybe there's this. Maybe, um, maybe you can pray with your family more. Um, maybe guys and, and gals and whoever else I'm talking to right now, whoever's watching this, um, maybe that's part of your, your daily routine is to pray with your family, to pray with your spouse, to, to pray with your kids. Um, but maybe it's not. And, and this is a perfect opportunity to do this, right? We have this huge change in our, um, and even just the way we perceive things right now. And so you get this really great opportunity to, to um, change as well, to make those memories, to, to change how you're interacting with your family. Um, I know our family has the um, shelter-in-place um, championships, right? So we have ch different challenges that we've been doing. It's, it's been great. Um, we had a Lego building competition. Um, a week ago or two weeks ago, we had um, a kind of a survivor style, like an obstacle course where they do different challenges and put together puzzles and stuff like that. And we have this little homemade trophy that we pass around that the victor gets to, uh, to keep until the next challenge. And, and then we give them, you know, a, a soda and some candy as their, their individual reward that, that they get to use. Um, maybe you could spend more time 
playing games with your family or, t- or talking with them, you know, um, you have downtime, eating dinner around a dinner table, uh, making it more intentional instead of around the TV. Maybe it is intentionally setting down and, and having family movie night or um, picking a show that you guys will watch as a family so that you can just spend time together. Um, husbands, wives, like this is for you. Your wife or your husband, your spouse, they're your partner in this. They're not your enemy. And I know that, um, that, that because of the way things have changed, things are on edge sometimes a little bit more than they should be. And so this is your opportunity to um, this is your opportunity to really set aside some some quality time with your with your significant other with your spouse, um, just to to let them know that you still cherish them. Um, maybe if you, if you have kids, say, hey kids, mom and I are having a date night, and maybe they can even help you. Maybe if you know you want to set up a date, uh, maybe you just. Uh, you know, if you're a single parent, maybe you need time where you can go read a book for five minutes and you go, hey kids, I need, I need five minutes where I can just have quiet. And, and you kids, this is a perfect time where you can, you can love on your parents and, and help them and facilitate them. Um, we live in such a, a consumer-based society and even our Christianity is consumer-based. Um, but what, what about serving, right? What about finding ways to go out of your way? Um, you know, Jesus didn't teach that we would be uh, that his disciples would be known by our busy, frenzied, overscheduled lives. Um, he said that that we would be known by our love, right? In John thirteen thirty five, it talks about that. And so, maybe this is one of those really great opportunities where we can just slow down, where we can take time to to really um, to cherish and not waste our shelter in place, because at some point we are going to get back to some kind of normal. Um, and that some kind of normal is probably going to be a lot more busy than we are right now. We're going to have sporting events that we're going to or midweek scheduled you know, Bible studies or whatever. It's just things that keep us so busy. Um, and right now we have this opportunity where, where, we can really, um, where we can really just get in touch with our family, that we can spend time with God that maybe we haven't been spending um, because of how busy our lives are. Um, I read, uh, it was, I don't know if it was a meme or a story, but it really, um, it really inspired me in my own household. And, and hopefully this will inspire you too, um, to not waste the time that you have um, at home right now. And basically the, the story, and I'm going to paraphrase it um, really badly, but the, the story is uh, a mom and a dad talking um, around, you know, they're talking to each other, but their kids are in the room. And, and the mom goes, man, you remember 10 years ago when we had that coronavirus and how we couldn't find toilet paper and, and you know, our hours got cut back and we didn't make as much money and we struggled and, and um, you know, we, we had all these cancellations. Our family vacation got canceled and the dad's kind of like, yeah, yeah, that was, that was really bad. And one of the kids speaks up and goes, huh, I don't remember any of that, mom. I don't remember any of that, dad. I remember that that we got to spend so much more family time together, that we had a chance where we were eating dinner as a family, we were playing games together. I remember those great conversations that we had. And so my challenge to you guys is that. It's, it's, I want you guys to act out what, what that kid said, because that's the important bit. Um, our busy schedule is not important. That is not lasting. Um, you know, in Hebrews it talks about, uh, about being punished with, 
with others, um, and it's really talking to to the Christians of the time, being jailed and um, and the circumstances that they were going through. But but there was something that was said in there that that really uh, really rings home, and and they knew that their riches were not on this earth, right? They knew that they had riches that were more than this earth, and so I would challenge you all um, during this this awesome, awesome opportunity that we have to um, remember that the treasures that you have are, are not of this earth, um, but to invest in the things that are. So I want to thank you guys. Um, again, just thank you so much for taking the time to watch this, to dig in. I hope that it challenges you um, like it challenged me. Um, and, and I hope to see you on one of the next videos and, and just enjoy this time again where you can spend it with your family. Have a good evening.